Shaylee and I'm here with Danny, Deb, and Joab and now we're going to talk about um, continuing our, our series Exposing Christianity based on Fruits of the Spirit. Hey guys, welcome back, uh, just like Shaylee said. Um, today, I think I love this topic uh, because Fruits of the Spirit, um, we have to understand that there's a difference. People usually uh, confuse gifts of the Spirit and fruits of the Spirit. As you guys know, uh, a gift um, is something that you uh, receive uh, from a family member or from somebody that loves you, just like Jesus does. Um, and a fruit, if you guys ever, uh, since we're mostly Latino, we all know that you know our moms or parents have some type of garden outside if you have a house. Um, but you know that the fruits take time, it takes seeds, it takes watering, it takes... Um, it takes longer, and the beautiful thing about that is that you can develop them. So we have to understand that gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit are different. Um, but the first thing I wanted to uh, just maybe before we even get to all the fruits, and there's so many of them, we, I, I want you guys to understand um, why do we need fruits? Because we always feel like uh, we always feel like there's um, how do I say this? Like there's like, oh, I, I accept Jesus Christ and I'm good to go. I'm ready to set go. I already won the race, but it's not just that easy you know what i mean for example i was i was reading uh, matthew 21 43 and this is jesus speaking to them and if you guys let's read 42 as well it says jesus said to them have you ever read in the scriptures the stone that uh the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and this is what the lord's doing and it was marvelous in our own eyes this, this is speaking about his own self right that he's a cornerstone and it says therefore i tell you the kingdom of god will be taken away from you and given to the people producing its fruit. So, um, yeah, we have to understand that in order to be part of this kingdom, we need to be producing fruit. Danny, about uh, what does this mean? Well, how do you produce fruit? And and we'll, we'll get to that. We just I just want you guys to understand that this is Jesus speaking to the people, uh, telling them the Israelites, you know, the Jews, telling them, you know, you guys are not producing fruits. You guys are not understanding that there are fruits of the Holy Spirit. The, 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 the fruits that we need. And and these fruits need to be uh, uh, be taken out by us. So um, also we have to understand that you know when Jesus goes out to uh, that blind man and the blind man goes, uh, you know, heal me, Jesus, if you want, heal me. And then he spits on the ground. You know, it takes a little mud and he puts it on his eyes and he goes, "What do you see?" And he says, "I see a lot of trees, men that are trees." And then he goes, "No, no, no, you're seeing it wrong." He goes again and then he sees normally like everybody else. So he sees in a spiritual way. He also sees that he sees people. Jesus sees people not only as you know, as we see us, but as as uh, fruit, trees. 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 I was gonna say fictitious uh, beings. Uh, that's why there's. If you guys even notice, like there's a lot of ways to that God speaks about the tree near the river. You know, there's a there's the a lot of also a lot of. A lot of like, um, I don't know, it's not fetters, but it's a, uh, it's like shadows of like palm trees. Remember what we were talking about yes. last time yes. uh, of, of of palm trees and and all these things, and and each one has its fruit. But what God wants is for us to give fruits. That is, uh, for example. Though you guys would never have a huge tree in your house if it was just there not doing anything right like yeah. it's like usually when you have big trees you leave them there because of the shade right at least they give you that right and that's enough reason but if you have a you know a medium-sized tree 
and it's just there doing nothing, you almost be like, dude, why am I not cutting this down and I play soccer on this field, right? Yeah. Like that, that that's the way also Jesus uh, I, I, um, thinks, right? He says, if you're not giving fruits, there's a, there's a I, was, I don't know what I was giving to I was, I was talking to you, right? Mm-hmm. That Jesus looks at the tree and at this fig tree and he says, go and get the fruits. And if it doesn't have the fruits, cut it down and burn it. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, no, 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 let me re- let me re-put it. Let me re-plant uh, it. And if it doesn't give uh, fruit this time, then we can go ahead and cut it down and burn it. So uh, the reason why I'm telling you guys is that just coming to church, just singing, just worshiping is not enough. Yeah. But we have to give fruits. And if you guys let me, I will continue the whole podcast speaking. So mm-hmm. you guys have anything to say? Go ahead, though. Do you want to say? I, I always have something to say. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say that I, I really love uh, the fruits. Uh, like you were saying, right? Like they're so different from gifts. They're just given to us just because you know god is good and merciful yeah but the fruits are something i i love a challenge so uh the fruits are something that we have to actually work at and um i i love that in um first corinthians uh 3 6 it says um paul is speaking he says i planted in apollo's water but god gave the growth so neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything but God who gives the growth mm. and it kind of goes hand in hand right with John 15 I know we all have John 15 so yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk all about it but it does say how uh that the father is the the vine dresser right like uh, we can see the the vine dresser as like the farmer right like the owner of the farm mm. um and Jesus is the true vine right and like literally if the the farmer is not there then the the, the farmer or the vine if neither of them are there then there's literally nothing to grow anyway because who's gonna Who's gonna grow who's gonna cultivate it who's gonna take care of it right uh but the point of this that i was gonna say is that uh i love that it says that only god can give the growth because sometimes we feel that it's like oh because we do something um we are bearing so much fruit but really it's just uh Grace. god who makes us grow right we put in the effort we we beg we ask for mercy we tell the lord lord here we are um and we fall short every time mm-hmm. right but uh, God is merciful and he says, but I give you growth anyway. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's beautiful about a fruit because even though we are like, I mean, we could try as hard as we want, right? But the Bible is clear, right? Where it says, uh, no es el que quiere ni el que corre. It's not about who wants or who runs, but it's the one about uh, who God has mercy on, el que Dios tiene misericordia. And I, I think that's just so beautiful, right? Because it doesn't matter if you want, it doesn't matter if you do 72 jumping jacks and 562 push-ups. Uh, it's, depends on god and god alone and which is why i think john 15 is so beautiful because it says you have to abide in him and when you abide in him it's um ah, it's just everything right that is what helps it grow guys i don't know if you want to add because if not i will take all of john 15 no i was gonna i was i was i was was gonna add as well that that just with what you said this is exactly what happens in many churches that people people go to church for like 25 years and they don't seem to grow like they're like, dude, why is it a girl? Do they know the Bible back and forth? They're almost even like, you know, part of the discipleships and they almost preach, they give mm-hmm. classes, but they go, dude, why is it that I'm just stuck here? And this is the reason why they're there because what you just said, they have all the knowledge, they have all the water they need, but they don't give any fruits. And if you don't give any fruits, then you're not moving up. There's there's a verse in Romans that says, uh, 2.13, Romans 2.13 says, For it's not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. So, and I'm not speaking about the law of... uh, um, what's it called of uh, uh, back then? But you know what people, what Jesus wants, what God wants is people that do. Uh, James uh, one twenty two says, "But be doers of the words, not only hearers, deceiving yourselves." Meaning mm-hmm. that if you come to church. Which I'm not saying that that's good. That's the first. I think everybody that comes uh, for any advisor helps. The first step that I tell them is come to church consistently. Number one. Number two. 
there's this deceiving that you tell yourself when you serve, when you come to church, and that's all you do. Oh, mm -hmm. but I come to church. Oh, but I don't miss a service. Oh, but I serve, you know, playing trombone, or I sing, or, or I do this, or I do this, or I'm a youth leader, or I'm this, or I preach. Yeah, yeah, but not only that. It's not only about reading or hearing, fruits. but it's about doing. And when you do, then you grow fruits. I don't know if you have something to say. You know what yeah. I was actually going to say going along with you, you're, you're actually saying? Um, that what are you actually influenced by as well? Um, in Hebrews 6, 7, it says that God blesses the earth, so rain falls often on it, and it produces useful crops for farmers. But if it bears thrones and thristles, it is worthless and near to be cursed. And its ends is... And oh, sorry. And its end is to be burned. So I remember there was a preaching um, here actually, and the the preacher kept saying throughout the whole preaching, "What is your heart filled with? What is your heart filled with? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit, or are you filled with what's influencing you all around in the world, in the world's perspective, obviously?" And in 1 Corinthians 3, 1, it says, Brothers and sisters, I couldn't talk to you as spiritual people, but as people still influenced by the corrupt nature. You were infants in your faith in Christ. I gave you milk to drink. I didn't give you solid food because you weren't ready for it. Even now, you aren't ready for it because you still influenced by the corrupt nature. You are jealous and arguing amongst your brother, amongst yourselves. Mm. Aren't you influenced by your corrupt nature and living by human standards? I was like, when I read this, I was like, bro, like, it's so true because also you, you think you're doing the most by just coming to church, but you, uh, and you're like, oh, I'm not getting any fruits, but you also cannot be getting any fruits of what you're influenced by. When you're influenced by, I mean, like if, when, like I said about the heart, like if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you would bear these fruits. These fruits will come into you and they would plant seeds in you and you would get the gifts, you know. But if your your heart is corrupted by all these bad things, by these confusions, by these anger or whatever in the world you're you're corrupted in, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen, you know? You your life manifests of what's in your inside of you. And dude, honestly what you said is so beautiful. It's so beautiful because in Matthew seven fifteen it says, "Beware of false prophets, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are, ravi are ravenous wolves." Listen, listen to this. Sixteen, you will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered in thorn bushes or figs and thistles? It says on seventeen it says, "So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but every uh, diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, uh, bad fruit, nor a diseased tree can bear good fruit." And it goes going on. So listen, so so look at the way you said. Just be feeling, be being filled. Are you ever saying, "Hey, can I trust this guy? Can I trust this girl? Mm. Can I trust this preacher?" You're right. But what is one thing that can give can give off that he's good or bad? It's fruits, his fruits. That's why I always tell people, and I always tell, for example, I'm gonna say as one that I answered this way, and I, I heard it, and it was good. For example, everybody said, hey bro, can we all hear Kanye West? Because he came out with the Goddess King. <laughs> and I said, well, I mean, I heard him, and I was like, I didn't say anything bad. But I was said, I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket because we have to see his fruits. And what was his next uh, album? Donda about some satanic stuff and I was like they're his fruits look at his fruits one his, his album number two the way he speaks another fruit his marriage life with his wife uh, not that I'm bashing on the guy I feel bad for the guy but you know what I'm saying look at his fruits so would you say is he a godly man 
his fruits show it. False prophet. You see what I'm saying? And also with the good, right? Not don't call my false prophet. Never accuses, right? And he's, you know, he hunts yeah. me down. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, I'm, I'm saying, but like, like what I'm trying to be say careful. is like, be careful with yeah. those people. That's why I always tell, I always tell people like, oh, I don't know if there's my house. Well, look at the fruits. Look at the Bible and look at their fruits. If they're diseased fruits, they're not gonna have any. If they don't, if they're diseased tree, they're not gonna have good fruits. Literally, but guys, this is the way it should be. You see who's exposing the words. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm clever, you guys, but you see who's exposing the words. You see who's your leaders, and you see their fruits. Oh, look, he has this fruit. Oh, he has this fruit. Oh, he doesn't have any fruit. Oh my God, this is dead. I don't see. You, you know what I'm saying? You have something to say. I did, but it's a finish. finish. Yeah, finish. Oh, but I was gonna say that that this is how beautiful this is. This is the way you can see somebody. I would use this. I'm sorry, but since this is for youth, right? This is for youth. I would use this for everything. Everything. You want a boyfriend? Look at their fruits. You want a girlfriend? Look at their fruits. Exactly. Oh, you're gonna change it to a new church? Look at their fruits. Oh, you're gonna go and you're gonna accept a new leadership? Look at their fruits. Of course, right? If you guys notice, fruits don't come right away, right? You have to see them, right? You have to taste them, right? You have to just be like, oh, this is a little bit ripe. This is a little bit good. But you see it right. Or, for example, like when you see an apostle, like uh, I, when I see the apostles from our mission, you see their fruits right away. Like you see that they have love. Like you can mm -hmm. tell that they radiate these, this, these, 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 these fruits, right? But a young, a young, a young, a young one, you can be like, oh, but I see this. But I don't want to go into it because if not, I can preach. But go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just going to say that um, I, I like how you were saying about the. Um, <laughs> Nobody can see you. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, and the the thing where you were talking about the the people who are above you, I can't think of the name for that right now. Leadership. Uh, leaders. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's simple. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. My brain. Okay. Um. And I was gonna tell you when Jesus walks by the the, the fig tree and he says that it was like mm. beautiful and big, right? But when he went to look into his uh, leaves. He realized there was no figs, right? There was no, yeah. there was no fruit. So he cursed the tree and he said, "No one will eat fruit from you again." And um, Zach was actually telling me this last time that the fig tree has five leaves, uh, which represents the five the ministries, ministries, right? Ooh. So it was nice. like the leaders, right, were bearing no fruit, and Dang. so Jesus curses it and says, "Because you're bearing no fruit, no one will ever eat from you again." That's crazy. Right? And uh, another example that I was thinking about when you were speaking about the bad fruit, both of you guys, um, is uh, Eve. Right, uh, she was offered uh, from the one tree that that God said do not. Right, so uh, sometimes uh, even like the nourishment we take, right, because that was to nourish her, um, can be seen like water, but maybe it's vinegar. You know, uh, because what waters us is the word of God, right? Uh, his spirit and uh, you know all that good stuff. But maybe it looks like it, but it's not. Uh, and I love my my mom always tells me, "No hagas cosas malas que parezcan buenas." Don't do bad things that look good. And in that same way, let's not nourish ourselves with bad things that look good, like the whole Kanye thing you were no. saying, right? And I'm not saying Kanye is bad. To each their own. Let your spirit talk to you. Um, but again, his fruits. I don't see him bearing fruits. Uh, Therefore, we stand away from it. Right. Uh, that's my stand on it. Right. Uh, everybody should. Decide for themselves, but yeah, I, I wanted to share those two. Hey, also, I was gonna tell you that I'm sorry if I'm, oh, not, you I'm not letting you guys speak, but I just feel like there's so much to say about this because yeah. uh, you know, for example, I was, what I was just telling you guys about the bearing fruits it's not that you always are picking every single fruit. For example, if there's an as if there's an orange tree and you pick up the minute. The orange comes, uh, you know, comes up. Yeah, it's not. Bro, you're not gonna taste any orange. You're gonna be like, what is this, right? Yeah. But so there's seasons to pick the fruit. Ooh, nice. 
and what I would love, I don't know, maybe I should study this. I mean, maybe I will. <laughs> but but the, the season that God is going to come to your life, like what's the season that we pick fruits? If I'm not wrong, I think it's summer. The, 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 the part, depending on the fruit, right? Yeah, but like, for example, like you see like there's fruits that go through like really dry seasons and God is not expecting fruit from them in that moment, right? It's because I'm telling us that we feel like we put God, God in such a, which he, he does deserve to be on a high pedestal, but in an like untouchable pedestal. Like, oh my God, he can never choose me. But no, he understands. He's like, oh, there's seasons that she's not going to give any, any, any fruit. And then when the season comes to expect, he's going to come and put his hand in the tree and say, wait, why is there not anything? And that's when he gets mad. You see what I'm saying? But And you know yeah. what's crazy in that part is that what are you doing in that dry season in order for you to bear fruits in the in like in summer let's say it's happening in winter what are you doing during what are you doing during winter to um protect protect the the tree uh, or the fruit or whatever branches that is coming out are you harvesting it or i don't know what happens during winter when you do yeah yeah i don't no, know nothing but like are you yeah <laughs> are you preparing are you harvesting the soil for it to like um deepen its roots inside of it and or are you just like lacking you know and i feel like people when they're like in dry season or when something goes um happens bad um they're like discouraged and they're like okay you know what like since this is happening to me i'm not gonna follow god but yeah. no like if you want these fruits if you want to be filled by the holy spirit you have to like get up you have to pray you have to fast you have to like learn and read yeah. you know and then in deuteronomy yeah that for 29 to 31 it says but if you look for the lord your god when you are among those nations you will find him whenever you search for him with all your heart and with all your soul when you're in distress and all these things happen to you then you will finally come back to the lord your god and obey him the lord your god is a merciful god he will not abandon you destroy you or forget the promises to your ancestors that he swore he would keep dude I, that's beautiful yeah yeah. Okay, so, sorry, to piggyback off of like everything you guys have been saying. <laughs> so you mentioned that um, the Bible tells us that we have to be like palm trees, right? And so I was like, all right, what does this mean? What, what's so important about a palm tree, right? Um, and something we notice is that a palm tree uh, usually grows like in the desert, like in the oasis, right? And the desert has extreme heat, right? And so I was like, all right, what does this mean? So in order to um, produce fruits, even in those those crazy uh, extreme temperatures, right? We have to be like palm trees because palm trees, uh, interesting fact about palm trees is that they um, are so deeply rooted into the ground that uh, they actually grab onto a rock and that rock is Jesus Christ. So we have to grab onto Jesus Christ. We have to dig really deep in order for us to um, stay throughout those those extreme weathers, those extreme uh situations that we are put through in our lives another thing that i was talking about with danny is that palm trees don't necessarily grow near like fresh waters right they like it's hard for them to receive like fresh waters like instantly so they have to dig so deep that they have to reach the fresh waters that's so deep into the water and that's and water <laughs> means uh the word so we have to be constantly um studying the word in order for us to 
persevere through those extreme temperatures in the desert. I, I was just I was gonna add something about about the palm. That was that was gonna tell you that the, the beautiful thing about the palm is that if you guys notice, like when there's a forest, there's not like a palm tree as in sight. Right, there's no. But if yeah. you notice, there's a there's a different type of tree which is called a pine, and the mm. pine works at that temperature, at that level, mm. at that moment. And when the snow hits it, it retains it. And when it retains the the snow that comes from above, it melts and then it drinks from the water. But what is this, right? But the palm isn't very uh, desert-like, a beach-like. Yeah. Um, uh, scenarios and in those beach like scenarios there's a lot of hurricanes there's a lot of wind uh, for example Ooh. there's wind that go uh like almost like 100 miles an hour and if you guys actually in, in the united states sometimes we get like super high winds right and if you guys notice whenever you guys notice it doesn't matter how tall this palm is the most it does is bends yeah. but there's one thing that happens to palms it bends and they go and straight back, back to yeah. that point so and and even like I don't know if you guys have you guys ever gone down like Sherman Way, uh, sorry even from LA. So <laughs> if you guys go down Sherman Way, there's like a lot of palm stumps, right? And the reason why I took guys is because I've been living in LA from like 24 years of my life, and those palms are not always uh, those palm stumps are not always palm stumps. The reason is that once a palm grows and it's sturdy. The only way you can take it out is for you to level the whole street and see what type of rock it's, it's, held, it's held in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what they do is they just cut them off. But at some point, like for example, I remember when they were used to cut them out when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. Then when I was 18, it was big again. And then now they cut it again. And they continue cutting every few years because it just gets too big. And you know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is about the things that notice that the palms is they are made for cure hurricane season. Mm. They are made for trouble. They are made for this, and and, and and I believe that this palm tree is people um, that are 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 rooted into into prayer. Mm -hmm. I believe I, that's the way I see it. But I'm okay. I don't want to talk about and, other trees. Yeah, Go ahead, and you know what? And the and the um, ah the the Bible and and the chapter Psalms <laughs> Psalms one one three. It says, "Blessed is the person who does not follow the advice of the wicked people, take the path of the sinners, or join the company of mockers. Rather, he delights in the teachings of the Lord and reflects on his teachings day and night. No. He is the tree." He is a tree planted beside the streams, mm -hmm. a tree that produces fruit in season and whose leaves do not wither. Wither, wither. so wither. wither means like a dried Dry. or, sh or uh, shriveled. They're per perfect. And uh, where was I? Um, Whether he <laughs> succeeds in everything he does, and what's crazy to me is what we said, like the palm, the about the palm trees and about this tree next to the stream of water, that the water uh, signifies the scripture. And um, for what it, what I saw here is that when it said he shall be like tree planted by the rivers of the water, a tree by a river has a condition, uh, a continual source of water. Mm -hmm. And then when when I kept reading it it, it said it will never wither away because it, it's always getting what it needs if we if we as um us if we we are consistently needy it may be worth examining if we were planted by the rivers of the water or not meaning like are you are you reading the bible are you praying um are you feeding yourself with with the holy spirit are you finding god you know and then it's and it also says that this would also be a tree that is strong and stable like the palm trees 
um, thinking down deep its roots, the life of righteous men is marked by strength and stability mm. and staying loyal. Mm. Um, I I, I uh, compared this to the story of Ezekiel. Um, if you guys want to read it or study it, it's in Ezekiel 47. And it's... Um, it involves the whole chapter, but it basically says that when Ezekiel, he, he was standing and there was like a water coming down on his feet. And then um, he searched for where the water was coming from, but he found out that it was like a stream of water. And so this water, um, God tells him that, that wherever this water goes, that everything lives in it. So you're if you're... It just goes back if you're consistently praying, if you're consistently feeding yourself with the with the with the scripture, with the water that's going in you, you would always live and you would always get these fruits and bear these fruits even stronger and stronger. Yo, I was just gonna add Jeremiah seventeen seventeen. I feel I'm seventeen seven. I feel like I always talk about this, but it's like literally just the same thing you guys are saying, which is blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its root by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease nice. to bear fruit. So this tree is even like one-upping, because even when there's drought, it never ceases to bear fruit. Yes. Like, it ignores seasons completely. It's like YOLO seasons, we don't care about <laughs> I continue to bear fruit because I have so much water. You know what I was just thinking right now? I was thinking that when this tree, like, is, is saying, like, it's like the perfect tree, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And I was saying that when Jesus, um, I always go back to this, but I'm sorry, guys. But in, in Jesus, when he's baptized in the Holy Spirit, um, like, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, like, you automatically, like, almost feel like you want to give fruits, right? Like, I don't know if you guys have been uh, filled by the Holy Spirit, but when you prophesy or you see visions or, you know, there's something powerful within you, like, don't you feel like a, a lot more patient, a lot more loving, Right, but that's almost like giving. Have you guys ever put that? Uh, as, I, I know it's. I know it's the example is vain, but like, have you guys ever watered your grass with that little extra thing that you put on the bottom that says "grow"? You know, the extra growth, you know, <laughs> and it feeds your grass like that much more. That's the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is that once, like it happens, but it doesn't happen so consistently that it makes you, It's you're growing because of that. What makes you grow is exactly what Jesus did when he went to the desert. When there was a time of drought within this tree, which Jesus is the perfect tree, what he was doing is, oh, he didn't say, oh, the Spirit of the, uh, uh, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is within me and says this. No, he says, it is written it is written on the scrolls and it's forever written meaning that that what kept them going wasn't what he was filled with what well, he was filled with but it wasn't the the, the fulfillment of the holy spirit but what was keeping them keeping them going is the word of god mm -hmm. so that's what made maintain them uh stable just like you said a, a stable tree is is a, is a tree but what i'm trying to say is that even when the drought comes it's still strong. Yeah. So I want you guys to understand that this is, this is what Jesus was. When Jesus was hungry, alone, when he mm. was um, he was almost, he was about to do 40 days and 40 nights by himself yeah. and hungry tough, and thirsty. Yeah. Bro, I can, I, I'm thirsty right now and I can't even go like that. You know what I mean? Like imagine being like all that and then still the devil tempts him and he comes up with the be most beautiful three word sentence it is written meaning my water my life comes to to through a source that it is written and has been written for thousands of years and i live by that word mm -hmm. and honestly i think that's beautiful and i think that jesus is the perfect tree that this is talking about because we even when the drought comes 
he still remembers the word of, of, of what within himself. But guys, I don't want to. I don't want to continue because yeah, this, <laughs> I think we're gonna have to do another episode because huh? this is ridiculous. I don't even know how much we have. Uh, um, we haven't even mentioned any, any of the fruits. Twenty what? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So now, so so I also since I want to get to this and I want to put this and then let's do some fruits because I feel like we need to do some. I was gonna also say that that in order to get fruits, um, it's beautiful. You guys understand that uh, these trees is come by, by uh, what is this called? Um, hold on. Uh, it comes by uh, the seed, right? And then John twelve twenty four says, "Truly, truly, I say to you, unless the grain of wheat falls, the grain of wheat." is a seed, falls on the earth and dies. It remains alone, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. So what does this mean? What does this mean is that, number one, if you want to bear fruit, young young person, if you want to bear fruit, number one, you have to plow your fields. What does mm. plow your fields mean? You must maintain your soil soft. Mm. Uh, have you guys ever tried to throw a seed in hard soil? It just bounces off the soil and looks at you like, what? What's going on? Right? You have to plow. You have to dig in there you have to have it new renewed every single moment and then you put the seed and then what you do with the seed is that you let it die and when the seed goes within you when the bible goes within when the word goes within you it starts killing you slowly well not that you're gonna die but yeah. your, your soul right your soul dies you want you're like itching no, 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 no. Uh, and um and then when the and when the when the water comes and when all the other care comes and the and the seed dies then it starts getting uh, roots, and then it starts finding where to find the water and everything. So understand that plowing and then letting the the seed die is important. Number one thing important to even become a tree. Go ahead. I was gonna say that this literally goes hand in hand with John fifteen two, where it says, "Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit." And because you're saying like the whole painful thing, right? Even when you do bear fruit. He'll prune you, and to prune you means like to cut, right? Like oh. uh, you make trees sometimes a better shape, or uh, you cut them, and cutting is painful. It's not like they're like, yes, please cut me, right? right? But it's necessary to die, to suffer in order to continue, because just fruit is not enough. He wants more fruit. He wants mm -hmm. enough fruit. And uh, another thing I was gonna say that I love from John 15, nobody's talking about John 15. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I love John 15 because it says, I am the true vine, and I was like, okay, like, Jesus is the only vine and wrong. I was so wrong. Um, the true vine was referred, I'm sorry, the vine was um, God's vine, vineyard or vine was uh, Israel first, right? But they could not fulfill the law and they could not honor God because they were all always um, being idolaters uh, and loving other gods, right? And so Jesus comes and he becomes the true vine, the one who was able to fulfill the law because the, the word is clear, right? He didn't come to annul the law. He came to fulfill the law. Okay. He fulfilled the law and he honored God, leaving aside his will and doing the Father's will. And so now if we rest in that, if we rest in him, because, uh, oh my God, I can think of so many verses right now, but I can't think <laughs> more that. But uh, the, the Bible says, right? If you live by the law, you die by the law. And if you, obviously, if you're by grace, right? You have in Galatians 3. I know, I think it's Galatians 3, but it says, right, that uh, we are not saved by our uh, by our deeds. We are saved by faith, faith alone, right? And that's what it is. If we believe in the true vine and we rest in him, we abide in him, then every time he prunes us, every time he has us go through these seasons where we have to die to mm -hmm. ourselves, we don't. Uh, we don't get sad, we don't get depressed. No, we rejoice in our sufferings mm -hmm. because we know that the season of harvest is coming and it's going to be plentiful and the Father is going to rejoice in our fruits. And I think that's 
Bomb.com. Can I go? Can, okay, okay. And I also, I also wanted to say that this re, this reminds me when you guys were saying, oh, it, it matters where you plant the seed. Uh, yeah. What's the, what's your foundation of the seeds? And this goes back to the to the parable of the sower. So where it's in Matthew 13, uh, 13, if you guys want to read it. Um, but there's like four um, four foundations. You can say you can say yeah. foundation, right? Yeah. Four foundations of where they plant the seed. There is a there's a road. There's a rocky ground among thorns and good soil as well the word signif um, i mean the road signifying it, it means that the person does not understand the word rocky grounds is um there is no depth in the fruit and among thorns it's they they matter too much they care too much about the word i mean of the, the world. world yeah they're they're just so influenced by it it's like oh how how can i fit in or what can i do you know but that good soil that you guys need to be able to plant that that, that seed, it means that you are hearing the word, you are understanding through the spirit, putting your seeds in good soil, will harvest the seeds and make them grow more. Meaning that you have to be good and pure and strong in the word of Jesus. And uh, I just, I just, I just needed to say that. I'm no, like, no, and, <laughs> I, and honestly, that's, that's, that's beautiful, you know. Honestly, I, I, look, and I, I'm sorry, I know we haven't talked about any fruits, but... <laughs> I think that is very important because before you even get fruits, you have to even become a tree. You know what yeah. I mean? So, okay, but now let's let's get into the into the fruits and then let's move on to that. And I think uh, I just wanted to stop and, and say maybe two things. I think I want you guys to understand that there are fruits in both ways. Uh, there's fruits uh, of the spirit and there's also a fruit of the flesh. And it says, um, it says, but if uh, it says uh, Galatians 5.17, it says, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law which is what you said so it says now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality idolatry sorcery and uh enmity strife jealousy fits of anger it's definitely me rivalries <laughs> dissensions divisions well all of them right but Envy, drunkenness, but when you get so like you say like, oh my god, envy, yes, but you said drunkenness, like it goes all the way to orgies and things like this. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those things uh, who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Once more, proves my first point, right? And it says Galatians five twenty two, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. And against these, <laughs> against such things, there is no law. And, and honestly, what what I want to love about this, I just want to I just want to hit it first is that the first one the, the the i guess we can say the fruits of the flesh what they take away from you is the kingdom of heaven but when you have look i you know it's beautiful like god doesn't ask you to have all of them he's just asking you to bear some type of fruit right yeah. and well that's number one number two is going to tell you that what it says that when you have these fruits it says and against such thing there is no law meaning that no law that has ever been put can go against against these fruits. And we can, we, I would like to go a little bit deeper on love, joy, and peace, and patience. But I just want to let you guys know that when you guys have these, um, when you have these things, like almost like what this is saying when it says uh, 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 there's no such thing, uh, sorry, it says against it, there's no such law, it's almost, it doesn't matter. Like God's not even caring about how you sin anymore, but He loves your fruit so much that He's willing to be like, Look, the tree is a little bit, you know, envious or, you know, he's a little bit this. But look at the fruit he gives. The law does, it has nothing against it. So I just want you guys to understand, like, like that part of it as well, that the fruits are so important that God overlooks our mistakes and is willing to continue to bless us with this, with this fruit. 
Danny, you know, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go, go, go. go. I, I just want to point something out yeah. that I thought was incredible right now that I was I, I'm reading it from your Bible. I have it right here, but I'm reading it in your Bible and I see it. Um, and that it says, but the fruit of the spirit, it doesn't say the fruits. And obviously this is plural and it's saying fruit as in one. As in saying, like, the one fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I think that's just incredible. It, it could be a mistake from the no, no, uh, translation, but I see that it says fruit, and I just think that's incredible. Like, like as it's saying, like, in one fruit, he expects all of these things. That's what's going to make it complete mm. and delicious, I guess. Sorry, Shane. You know, I was actually, actually going along with Danny says as well, that we need these fruits in order... For um for uh what were you saying that that God overlooks your mistakes when you have these fruits, but when you don't have these fruits, what happens? You know, in one Corinthians thirteen, it says I read the easy version because it's easier to understand, but it says, um, I may speak in different languages, whether human or even um of angels, but if I don't have uh, love, I am only a noisy, a noisy bell or a ringing symbol. I may have the gift of prophecy. I may understand all secrets and know everything there is to know. And I may have faith so great that I can move mountains. But even with all this, if I don't have love, I am nothing. So it just continues saying that if you have all these gifts that, that God gave you, but if you don't have fruit, None of this matters. You're, you, you, um, I don't want to say worthless, but kind of are. <laughs> like, you know, you need to, you need to be able to have these, have these things. You need to be able, going back, filled with the Holy Spirit in order for you um, to grow. Yeah, and I was going to tell you guys, with, with all this, with all this love and all this joy and all this, and all this thing that you, just what you were saying that, it's, it's so cool that this gives us a little bit more value to who we are. And that's, actually, that's, that's what I always tell people. I always tell people, like, if we're not showing these things, these fruits, like, we don't, like, we're not giving any value. Like, yeah. and I'm sorry, I don't want, and I know a lot of people feel like they're they're worthless but I'm mean, you're not worthless you're worth a lot but what for but, but what I was going to explain to you guys is that that it's not enough just like the word says it's not enough to just do the bare minimum it, it, the bare minimum comes as as a first step and then you continue to push and push and I honestly I sometimes um I sometimes I get like in like into like I don't want to say fights, but I, like I, I look at these people that, that ask me for help and they're like Daniel's cuz you you pressure me too much and I'm like bro but who else pressures you like 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 in the in in church we need to be pressured because of now we are comfortable like yeah. if you guys think nobody pressures me yeah, you're wrong my dad pressures me quite a bit and 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 that's why i love my poster in the back because i think that be, being able to be pressured is something that's a privilege because it pushes you to reach more it pushes you to find more and that's what i tell people i tell if you guys are not being pressured if you guys are not being pushed then guess what happens you get comfortable where you are. Oh, I'm playing and I want to play for the next 50 years. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm doing this. I'm coming to church every single day for the next 25 years. But at the same time, that's not what God only wants. God doesn't want relig uh, rel relig religious people. Rel yeah, religious people. He wants people with relationship with Christ. And that's the most important part. And 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 if you guys even see, though, if you guys uh, continue, it says in 25, Galatians 5, 25, it says, And if we live by the Spirit, then let us also keep in step with the Spirit. And let us not become conceited, provoking one another. So, I love that when it says, um, uh, let us live by the Spirit, let us also keep the step. Meaning that if you're going to live by the Spirit, you better keep up. 
Yeah. You better keep up because the spirit ain't slowing down for anybody. So I, I want you guys to understand that that I think we're talking about something that, that I think uh, somebody maturely, spiritually has to reach. But also if you're starting, don't feel like this is your stature right away. Uh, uh, I think when I when I started teaching you guys, uh, you guys had like a super high stature of where you needed to land or where you needed to be. But I think right now what you guys have to do is just understand this, that this is where we need to go. So if you need, if you feel like you need to go higher, it's because of this. You need to start having love. You still not having joy and peace, patience and kindness. All right, let's start so we can finish. I was going to say that uh, what Shaylee was saying about the love, the if you have love, you have nothing. And it's the same thing in this because check this out. The first fruit they say, and I'm still <sighs> stuck on the fact that it says fruit, is love. And when you look at the original for love, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was about to say that. When you look at the original for love, it's not like any regular love, right? We've learned about different loves. It's agape, which is godly love, which is perfect. Yeah. Love. And if you have this love, it's almost as the spirit. It's almost as if the verse should read, "But the fruit of the spirit is love, which brings joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control." And then there's the one in Hebrews, which is fruit of lips. Romans six twenty two, which is sanctification. And there's also the uh, the fruits that come with repentance. To clothe your brother, uh, to feed your brother. There's a whole bunch I can't remember right now. But um, I and I just think that's incredible, right? Because if you have love, you are nothing. And it's just like, like the Bible just backs itself up, like in every like every turn, and you're like, oh my God, doesn't that uh, match up with what you were saying before? And that's literally it. If we have the fruit of love, it's almost like if everything else is added on, but not humanly love, not brotherly love, not um, um, how can you say relationship love? <laughs> godly love romance the love that is patient that is kind uh, that sees no wrong that keeps no record of wrong uh, that is not selfish but it's always giving and amazing and all of 1st Corinthians 13 that I can't remember all but yeah that's what I wanted to say sorry last point um, it's okay. so it's literally what you said but I was reading I was like just um, <laughs> It says, it may even be said that the following eight terms are just describing what love in action looks like. So, joy is impossible without love. Yeah. Peace is impossible without love. Patience, without love, nothing is possible. The only thing that's possible is that... Wait, sorry, I completely just jumbled my thoughts. Sorry. The fruits of the Spirit are only possible with love. Yeah. Everything is only possible with love. <laughs> All right, and, uh, and, and just and just and just to end this, I was gonna tell you guys that the cool, uh, just just kind of like to wrap up what, what we all said about this verse is that in the Hebrew, in Aramaic, uh, in 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 Aram Aramaic, in <laughs> Greek, uh, which this was written in, there's no such thing as commas. So it said love, and then it said all of them put together. Mm. So when we read a comma, it's a space, like uh, right. But when you read it in Greek, there's no such thing as commas. So it says, so literally it says, love, it says, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness. <laughs> so meaning, what it says, it's meaning exactly what you just said, right? Almost like if you have love, you get all these things. So guys, other than that, honestly, guys, thank you guys for choosing uh, one more time the encounter. Thank you guys. Follow us on Redeem LA. Thank you guys for all, um, I don't know, your support. Honestly, you guys are awesome. And I hope this uh, word has blessed you. And if it doesn't, please give us a, 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 a thumbs up and a five writing. And if it doesn't, you don't like it, text us, call us, I don't know, uh, DM us. <laughs> and let me know because I would like to fix it. Uh, other than that, guys, God bless you guys. Take care. And, See you guys next week. Take care.